Hi and welcome to episode 68 of Invest in You. I've got Darcy in my lap and he's really cute. But to the point, we are watching a uh, movie, the Steve Jobs movie, and we're going to tell you about all the learnings we get out of it. Now, uh, I have school like in four hours, which is really nice. It's the first day of school for me. So we decided it's a great time to watch this movie and do a review of it and uh, teach you some learnings. All right. First and foremost, Steve Jobs is a fantastic storyteller and he's also a great salesman. And today on this podcast, reviewing this will be myself, Frederick Sandvall and, and Charlie Sandvall. Exactly. And we would also like to say thank you so much for the people who have been reviewing us on iTunes. And we are now to at least 18... Uh, five stars. Five stars in the UK and probably many, many more all over the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And by you telling other people, parents, teenagers, businessmen, entrepreneurs about this podcast, you help them and thereby you help us and thereby you help yourself and you help the world to do exactly what we want to help as many as possible to get more grip of their life, their financial future and bring it on. Steve Jobs, the movie, it was launched the other year. And we have not watched it until quite recently, and surely we'll watch it in parallel to this podcast. I would like to say one thing that I really picked up from Steve Jobs is how to pitch a new thing. Yes. Every time he had a reveal, a launch, or anything, it was really well done. Yeah. And, so uh, we've watched four minutes of it, and he's done his... Uh, his first, uh, what's it called, pitch about the iPod. Exactly. Now, um, uh, what he did was he, I liked all of the jokes he made, and some Darcy, you're really cute. Yeah. Uh, and and also this was in two thousand one, where the times of carrying your music around had been through the the Walkman, and uh, we also had like the DVD player. We also had like the. The MD player, and many of you, this will not even make sense at all. And that's cool, that's fine. What I'm trying to say is that he was disrupting the whole industry by taking a complete new view. How can we make this so much better? And that's how he's been attacking everything from the first computer and so on and so forth. One thing about Jobs is he actually did not complete his uh, original degree, at least to my best knowledge. He instead focused on uh, getting experience instead of focusing too much on higher education so what does that actually mean Charlie any ideas knowledge versus experience well if you go to school and you and you study or something then you are often not really out in the real world doing uh, more real stuff and experience is very important now what you decide to do if you have a lot of time on your hands then uh, Getting an education and getting knowledge isn't a bad idea, but it's always good to get some experience as well. Exactly. and You, you can, can do both as well. And many of the universities have tried to change this to make the whole university experience more practical. For example, when where I did my MBA, they had uh, a number of times where we were working with real businesses. So we had one week working with a with a company in North England and then we had uh, like a whole research project for the summer so that's the school is trying to make a link to reality uh, and every university lecture I had who had like real business knowledge those were so much more valuable to me but also when I did my MBA I was a bit older uh, yeah. so I was well into my 30s plus when I did my MBA 
Now, taking a degree or getting an education, it basically means that it is validation and you can show it to others. Often, why do you want to show it to others? Because you have an employer, you have a job. Exactly. Or you need to get a qualification to get the job. Or do you? In today's market, there are so many people taking degrees. And uh, in the end of the day, the number of times I've shown my actual degree certificate of any of my degrees where I try to get a job is actually how many times, Johnny? Zero. Zero times is how many times. I only used my degree certificates when I was applying for even higher education. Interesting. All right, one key thing here. Steve Jobs was really not a team player, at least from the normal aspect of being nice to people, having great social skills, caring for others. He was actually the complete different and the opposite of that. He was very often uh, abusing people around him. He was uh, literally an, uh, what do you call it? An uh, A. Hole. Hole, exactly. So he was really bad with other people. But at the same time, coming to the insight that in order for him to succeed, and he had to leverage other people's knowledge and skills as well as experiences. So while he was really bad getting people to work with him, what he did instead, he found a common goal, a direction for everyone to work together, regardless that he was an A. Hell. All right. Okay, so sales, sales, sales. Steve Jobs was not only a good storyteller and, uh, and pitcher, he was also a really good salesperson. So he was wheeling and dealing when he started out. And that was most entrepreneurs also need to do. So you need to sell or you need someone who's selling for you. One thing that you need to sell in particular early days is your minimum viable product. So you can get someone to buy something, whatever that is, to get money in through the door. Yeah. In addition to that, often you would like to have more money so you can expand faster. I'm helping many companies to do this in different ways. And uh, we saw a scene there that was uh, at Homebrew, one of the places where pitching uh, took place in Silicon Valley. How was the pitch? Well, it was really bad. It it wasn't (laughs) Steve Jobs who did the pitch in this movie. It sucked. It was just um, tech. It was all the tech and no one's really interested in tech. Almost no one. People just want to know what your product is and what it does and why it's good. What's in it for them? How much money can they make uh, if you are selling to investors? Uh, They don't really care too much about the tech. They just like to know, like, what is my return? How safe am I to get the money? And what am I investing in? Exactly. And and what is ultimately my payback date and how much money will I get? Yeah. Uh, which he completely missed out to do. But that's that's cool. Instead, Steve Jobs had uh, the opportunity to sell the first motherboard to a computer instead to a shop. And after some wheeling and dealing, he got uh, a good deal now. He just has to do what all entrepreneurs have to do, get a team together to deliver. So these are the, really the first steps of the journey. And also something else to consider when you're an entrepreneur, to work from home or work from an office is really key if you like to build a team to have a mutual space. In that case, they took a garage. Yeah. And uh, if you like to have and build a team and everyone's working home-based, that is problematic because you don't have the team spirit and you don't build a crew and you don't make a tribe either. So yeah, think about a mutual place to meet up if you are setting up with employees or contractors or just people that like to help you. Now that you've got everything done, how do you make more money? Because the more money you have, 
it is true, the more money you can progress with, the more money you can invest in stuff in the company. Now, how do you do that? Well, you get investors. How do you get investors? Well, you have to pitch, and not just pitch once, pitch many times. And that is kind of what they did, right? They yeah, pitched a lot. Absolutely. So they were pitching a lot and uh, one million failures. One reason why Steve Jobs succeeded is he didn't give up. He was just hammering that telephone. And most people I know who are really successful at raising finance, they are not afraid to pick up the telephone, meet people, pitch, pitch, pitch. And in the end of the day, many business owners would like to delegate this because it's really frustrating to get lots of no's. At the same time, if you abdicate the responsibility for your own business, then you're much more likely not to get that money. So you have got a number of stages in terms of how a company grows. Uh, so first round is where you have uh, your own money, maybe friends and family. And then as the first next stage is the early investors. Early investors take a massive risk, so therefore you might have to sacrifice quite a lot of equity for a chunk of the business in a trade-off for some money. Happy days, that has now worked. So in this case of this movie, it's a great example of when you pitch is usually not the best thing to have all of your employees in the room. Just have the key players who are really strong at negotiating, otherwise it can mess up the whole situation. Uh, without doing too many spoilers, surely, what is happening in, in this room with the employees and their reactions? Well, they were kind of awkward and they were kind of making this... Uh, they were downplaying themselves, if you can say that. They were making this sound like a worse product than it actually was. Exactly. They didn't believe in it enough. Uh, and also, they don't believe in the value, as the entrepreneur might see. So the entrepreneur might not... Uh, well... In this case, Steve Jobs sees much more value because he's like years ahead in terms of the growth phase where they might be. I have this situation in various businesses now and then when I'm working with them, with them where they, they can't see the value which is more linked to the future. So all of the company values on the stock exchange is linked to the future value of the business, which is usually way more than what they are producing in terms of sales today. So basically the investors are forecasting the future cash flow from their investment when they are investing today. I'm not sure if that makes sense. We'll come back to that in another episode. Right, so now now they've secured some funding. Happy days. So the next thing is more sales growing, more sales growing, more sales growing. So now you have been working with investors and every time you sell up and sell equity, you lose some power. Something that he did, which was to cut the right of equity for his junior employees, his founding team. How did you feel about that, Charlie? Does it feel right? They, they didn't have anything in written that they, they have earned shares. Do you think they were expecting shares? Yeah, I do think so. Absolutely. Uh, but he just, with a quick comment, just completely disregarded some of the Unistoff's uh, right to that. So bear in mind... Have clarity with your staff if they're working for shares. What does that actually mean? So one of the companies I'm working with, one of the board members is earning shares for his time. You can also have employees earning the the salary partly in cash, partly in shares. But that needs to be very clear and you need to have everything drawn up and agreed and sorted. Another aspect of selling your equity to big players 
is that you get very diluted. So at the time of founding the business, Steve Jobs had all of the shares. If he would be alive today, he would have equivalent with all the dilutions over all the years, 0.8% of the business. Despite that, that will still be more than $8 billion. Still quite nice, I think. Yeah. So when you're selling your company, you're diluting your shares and everyone else's shares every single time. So if you just take a, a super normal example of what this might look like. Day one, uh, agree that we, Charlie, we found a company, we do this 50-50, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, handshake on that one. What should we call it? Uh, banana. Estate. No, banana, banana Incorporated. Banana yeah. Limited. Okay, so you owe half of the banana company, I owe half of it. All right. Yeah. Great, so we've got this new idea. We're going to sell bananas that are pink instead. And everyone loved to have pink bananas instead. Yeah. So this works great and we'll make some money. And all of a sudden we now would like to have further investors. All right, so we like to raise uh, and get a chunk of money. And for that we sell now 30% of the business. Mm-hmm. Which means your 50% is now worth less. <gasps> or worth more, depending how exactly. you see it. So you now have less part of the business. So it has been diluted once. So your shares have been reduced by 30%, basically. Yeah. Uh, And then that was just the first time we took in investors. Then we do the same exercise again later. And this time we might take in like a massive shareholders and they basically take almost like half of the business almost Mm -hmm. for a massive amount of money. That means that you're now down to like 15%. Yeah. And then this happens yet another time. That means you might go down from what you had, 15%, to 7.5%. And now we put this on the stock market, which means uh, we might uh, lose... Well, your percentage is still worth more. However, yes. Yes. Ha- because you don't want to sell just uh, sell it and you get less money, that's not worth it. It's not how it works. But then you can buy back some of your shares. I think that's what Amazon is doing. Uh, you can do that, but in essence, what you are doing is when you're diluting your shares, basically the cake gets bigger and bigger. So what would you rather, have 100% of a small cake or 7.5% of a huge cake? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So that's, that's the whole name of the game. But also what also happens is with uh, power play, etc. So the, the original entrepreneur might have some great skills which are great to start up a business. As we saw in this movie, and in many, many cases in reality, the founding member or members might not be the best people to run a big corporation. It's not really a a big surprise uh, or a spoiler either that Steve Jobs was kicked out of his own business. And uh, that is just linked to the power play, politics, and... Uh, then the... he joined his business later again. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but the, in terms of getting kicked out of your business, I have some mentors have also been kicked out of their own businesses for different reasons. They either have like sold too much of it, or they, they've been too controversial in their management style, so they have not really been allowed to stay on. And all of these things together means that be careful every time you sell any percentage of your business. Hold on to equity. That's one way to see it. 
Another way to see it, if you're generous with your equity and pay with equity, you can grow so much faster. So maybe for spending uh, like 15% of your business, you might have like a great chairman, uh, a couple of other board members and a CEO who is accepting a lower temporary salary and you have just used maybe like 15-20% of the whole business. And now the business is worth so much more because you have key players on board. So it's always uh, put it on scale, say is it worth it or not. So again, would you like to have a massive pie and your smaller part of it or? Uh, a massive pie and a smaller part. All right. Of it. Okay. Yeah, me too, especially long term. Uh, when I start up, I like to hold my cards tight to the chest. All right. Do you have anything else you want to say about Steve Jobs? A lot. Just to mention a few things. Uh, there's a lot of videos online which you can see uh, of his various pitches there are people who've been analyzing his way of presenting which is really worthwhile to watch uh, he's also got his own biography uh, as a book and of course we will say what we thought about this movie in, in a short while in terms of how he's pitching he's really good building a vision a vision about something that could be that doesn't even exist so he's pitching some, something into existence. He's, in a way, almost like whipping his employees to be more creative on one side. And on the other side, he's inspiring and empowering people to be more creative. It's a very strange way of, of doing it. So that they challenge the status quo. They're disrupting the existing technology. So we've done a couple of things happening uh, in, in the last many years so he was the first one to get a personal computer on the market he was also the first person to to upgrade that in various shapes and forms uh, the whole idea with uh, the ipod also fantastic taking uh, the the whole industry into a new direction and there's like one one million other people who've been copying what he has been doing since we also got the idea of taking the telephone and combine it with the iPod. And all of a sudden you got the iPhone. And then we got making the, the computer portable by taking a computer and the telephone and make it into the iPad. And then we've got taking a watch and the telephone and putting it into one and making the Apple Watch. And uh, we don't even know what's next. Uh, but it's always exciting to see when they do their launches. It's absolutely worthwhile to see the, the magic reveal of, of the year. I am, uh, as you might guess, uh, I'm a very strong Apple supporter. I used to be the complete opposite. I thought like everything Apple is ridiculous until I actually tried it. And since I tried it, I probably spent now close to £25,000 easily on Apple products. I've got like a whole stack of old phone boxes. I, I had the... Basically, every new innovation he's come up with, he, I've, I've bought one or multiple. Now, when, with a family, I'm buying even more and to the businesses. So, yeah, I am a strong Apple supporter. I'm, I'm proud of that because I take the values that they represent to disrupt, innovate, push through, uh, challenge the status quo, and, and try to personify those things for me. And I think that is why they've got such a strong tribe. And also, they have not been downplaying They've been trying to make things affordable, yet straying often in the premium segment. 
And when I can find high quality for affordable price, then I like to go for that. So Apple is one example where that works for me. I can say so much more, uh, but this is not the, the time nor place. Surely, any last thoughts on what do you think about Apple products? Well, um, I also use Apple products and I think <laughs> they're great. Uh, soon it's time for me to go to school, so I think we should wrap up. All right, so thank you very much for listening to the podcast number 68 on Invest in You. Thank you for listening. This has been episode 68 of Invest in You. The next two episodes will be with David from America uh, about living your full potential. And we'll also talk to uh, Jack about LinkedIn and how to use that in the best way. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.